And just like that, nifty number nine, number nine, number nine, number nine, number number nine. Hello, Mr. Travis, right? Number nine. Number nine. Seems like number one still. Uh, nope, this is number nine. Wow, time seems to fly in the nifty space. It does. And it is a, a stacked, packed, snacked show. If you have snacks, and it's a snacky show as well. Uh, we've got Dan Kelly from nonfungible.com is going to be sharing data and stats with us. We've got an update on what happened with the Super Miles giveaway via upland.me. And something amazing just happened uh, with the Blockchain Heroes physical deck of cards that we sold. We'll tell you more about it today. Let's get nifty. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go! It's the nifty, really kind of spiffy, the nifty show. I showed my whole desktop, didn't I? Like, I didn't just really show the nifty. window. I showed, I showed my whole desktop so you guys can see all the things that are going on here. Um, but that's what happens when you produce the stuff yourself. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you, you seem distracted. What's on your mind? There's a lot of stuff going on, man. A lot there of stuff. Is. You guys have tuned into our Telegram group and see all the stuff that's going on. There's so many moving parts and lots of stuff going here and there. And it's been crazy. It is crazy. Um, we'll talk specifically about the craziness here in just a little bit. But first of all, I want to make sure that we give proper placement to the sponsor of the Nifty Show, which are our friends at NFT.cred. And these guys support third-party tokens and long-tail invent engagement. So basically, they curated a series of New York-themed limited edition NFT artworks with a company called Known Origin. They're going to be sharing this with NFT.NYC attendees. And, and let me show you what this looks like. They actually did a blog post, a blog post of these 327 limited edition NFT artworks shared with NFT.NYC2020 attendees. There's an article here all about it. Known origin is one of the fastest growing Ethereum art platforms on the decentralized web. And you can kind of see, you know, here's, this is nifty 2020 here. This is uh, by, uh, Mira Takiru, or this one's by Mira Takiru, New Humanity. Look at that, Trev. So where are those located at? So if you, because we were attendees to that, where did we find that in our That is a really, really great question. And if you go to, if you, first of all, if you were an NFT NYC attendee, then you're going to get these in the swag bag you've already um, claimed. If you weren't, then what you want to do is go to, um, uh, uh, you want to actually shoot an email. I think that's the best way because you're not registered for NFT NYC, but they want you guys to get them as well. So um, send an email to Cameron at NFT.NYC and they'll get you an NFT. 
Okay, super easy. Just write that down. Cameron, C-A-M-E-R-O-N at NFT dot nyc and i'm not sure if they'll get you one piece of art or if they're going to give you a, a swag bag there's not a lot of them available so i would shoot that email off to him open up another tab and uh, thanks to the guys at cred for making this possible yeah or go to app.nft.nyc.wallet yeah you know me or not all right. Well, let's uh, let's bring our guest in here today, Travis. I, I discovered nonfungible.com recently and saw all the data that they're tracking. Nonfungible was was started by Dan Kelly and a guy named Zoop, like Zoop's on with Zoop. the purpose of creating the link between the different communities of the NFT ecosystem and to provide support and service to both project leaders and consumers of non-fungible token products daniel kelly known as dafki 2000 welcome to the nifty show sir welcome hey dan we're talking to you dan can, can you hear me now can you hear me now you know what he was he was probably watching the show in another browser and, had and then the he was waiting set up to that and he doesn't realize that he's with us right now yes we're talking to you Okay, well, when he hears something, hey, thanks you so there, much. There for you are. Me. Hey, man, good You're to see you. To are you on a delay or are you good? <laughs> I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, yep, you sound great, brother. So, uh, nonfungible.com, tell us what your, no, uh, your no. mission is there. I think he's listening to the stream on delay. <laughs> Which I warned him beforehand. I said, Dan. You did. You said, don't listen to the stream. It looks like I'm having a bit of a delay. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you're actually listening to us. But he'll get it a second in a second from now. He will. He's going to be like, oh, well, he dropped off. Okay. He'll be right back. I'm going to, while he's figuring that out, let me pull up nonfungible.com and show you guys. Yay, live. There he is. Is that any better? Now you're with us live. Awesome. Oh, Good to you see you. You were watching the stream, weren't you? No. We told you not to watch the stream because you'd be in a delay. <laughs> no, Uh-oh. I wasn't. Anyway, uh, tell, us, uh, tell us a little bit about how you got started with Non-Fungible and what it's all about. Uh, so I got started back in 2018 uh, with the Central Land. I kind of saw the buzz around CryptoKitties and... Uh, I was in the ICO field, so I started researching all these different projects. Um, I was introduced to Decentraland uh, through their MANA token, and I just thought the use case was incredible. Uh, it's like such a perfect fit. This metaverse is um, the way to represent ownership in a metaverse uh, with, with yeah, absolute certainty on the blockchain. Um, and you were like, nonfungible.com. Yes, I will register that. Absolutely. Uh, so I have like 150 domain names. Um, I was heavily into the scene. So I looked it up. It was available. I bought it. I bet you couldn't um, believe it was available. Uh, I, I was ecstatic. I, I did not expect it at all. I mean, it's just a common English word. So uh, I own one other single word domain. They're hard to come by. Well, I don't know if it's common. I don't like, you know, maybe amongst us it is, but how many people yeah. walk around every day and say, well, that's non-fungible. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's an English word in the English dictionary. Those domains are hard to come by. 
Yes, but so is pneumonia ultramicroscopic silicovolcanoconiosis. <laughs> I'll bet you that .com is taken as well. <laughs> or it's too long. <laughs> Nobody can spell that, Mr. Joe Com. So probably it's available. Go buy it now. <laughs> I can't even say half of what it is. Something. So that's that's the Hawaiian fish. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Oh, that was not even correct. See, I can't even say it correctly. <laughs> so that domain's available. <clears throat> yeah. So um, I started building a marketplace and uh, kind of scrapped that when I saw Rare Bits and OpenSea doing such an incredible job. And then the amount of funding they were, get, were, were getting at the time was uh, I wasn't about to compete with it. So uh, kind of pivoted after a couple months and built like an analytics platform. Uh, there's nobody else out there doing that uh, when the Decentraland Marketplace launched. So uh, I, I think I developed that in overnight or two nights and then quickly started adding other projects. So I have to share this just because this is hilarious. So the domain is available. <laughs> Somebody's ah! trying to resell it oh, okay. for $1,795. That's Somebody's funny. trying to resell it. Nice. Yeah. Pneumonia Ultra. Is that the longest silicone. word in the in the English dictionary or something? It is the longest word in the English language. Any guess what it uh, means? Microscopic, like pneumonia, microscopic. I don't know, like tiny microscopic things, like germs that are in volcanoes. Re really, really close. The short version is pneumonoconiosis, and that is the medical terminology for coal miners, black lung disease. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so uh, you were, you were, that was really good, Mr. Travis, right? Well, you can yeah. see the words in there. If you break it all down, that's how the word was created. And so I was like, let's see the words. It's good. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So tell us more about non-fungible. So what is the the purpose of non-fungible, what, what, uh, what did the value folks get by going to that side? What kind of information are you curating and uh, what, what's the good stuff? And, and you're uh, free, feel free to share your screen uh, there yeah, if you want, you Dan. Shout outs to those of you watching on uh, Theta and YouTube, by the way. Glad that you guys are here. Thanks for tuning into the Nifty Show. Okay. Yes. Um, super so rare. That's the big rare. one, huh? They are doing really well the past couple of days, well, the past couple of months, to be honest. Uh, the crypto art industry has been uh, taking off. Uh, several known origin makers place, Rarible, uh, super rare. They're all up there. Hmm. Um, so we built the site to track individual NFT sales. Um, so at the token level, um, where every token is unique. Um, so we can track the history uh, of sales of a specific piece of work. So if we look at some of these, most of these only have one sale. Uh, but typically, if there are more, should check a different. Price. Michael Jordan made a Pokemon piece of art. Different Michael Jordan. <laughs> uh, while you're pulling that up, last week we had Duncan and Griffin Cock Foster from uh, Nifty Gateway on and people can buy on their platform with fiat or ethereum are you tracking their fiat sales as well not currently so that's something we are working on connecting directly to apis uh, it gets a little tricky so right now we strictly track the blockchain so we know mm. that everything is verified in that sense um, we didn't want to expose ourselves to manipulation at the very beginning but we're starting to see companies like nifty gateway uh, really legitimate platforms uh, with good intentions. So like we need to figure out how to get them tracked quickly. Yeah. What about wax and the atomic hub? Because we know that the atomic hub, the last seven days have been higher volumes than some of the ones listed on that right there. So is wax and atomic hub and some of those 
Wax Marketplace is going to be on your platform soon? Absolutely. Uh, I can't speak to how soon, but Wax is definitely at the top of our list of priorities uh, when it comes to other blockchains. Um, they're doing some really cool stuff with uh, very unique IP um, and stuff like that. So they are definitely at the top of our list uh, just with the GPK launch. Um, that was incredible. So. Yeah. So what are we looking? This is um, Decentraland here? Yeah, this is one individual piece of land in Decentraland. So we can see the sales history of it, uh, the provenance of the buyers and sellers. Um, so initially it was purchased at 9,000 mana. At the time, that was about $1,500. Um, and then a year ago, 26,000 mana, which translated at the time to 1174. So we, we do track the historical USD value of the tokens uh, that stuff was purchased in. And we can do some really cool analytics on that. Uh, and hopefully users are able to use the search parameters uh, to do uh, some very rudimentary uh, valuation on tokens that they're looking to buy or sell. Uh, so they know they're not getting completely ripped off. Mm. Now that looks really handy to be able to like, for example, you know, we have blockchain heroes and some of our cards we've already given out and some promo cards. And we we're like curious, like, Oh, you know, like that Celestial Founders card that we gave away, people are selling that on the secondary market. I wonder what the range is that people have sold this at. We, we don't have no way to sort that yet. Exactly. So that's what we really aim to do. Like these, our databases uh, are quite large, but they're very flexible. So um, like I can search all roadside parcels into Central Land. Uh, we'll see a much higher value in here. Um, that's good. I'm large and inflexible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't bend at all right no our, our database is large and very flexible <laughs> it's uh we got it on the, the very strict yoga regime go ahead and pull your pull your mic in a little bit dan or uh turn oh, up sure. your volume Sorry. just there you go is that better yeah you if you can turn it up a little bit that probably wouldn't right. be bad just because we're so boisterous and loud it's true don't wanna so on on your database what is the highest NFT to ever go for sale so far based on what you're tracking? Um, am I too loud right now? Nope, that's good. Okay. Um, the Some of the highest sales were, I believe CryptoKitty still holds that status of highest sale. Um, the one that they sold, there was definitely something funny going on, but there was one that was sold in an auction that was very well publicized. That was the one on uh, Nifty Gateway, right? Because they it was they said like Momo Wang or somebody created it. This one, it was the number one kitty um, that was sold oh, in like a traditional okay. auction house. This top one, there's a lot of speculation to whether that was wash trading. Right, that was probably money laundering. Something. <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's one of the challenges we're also trying to solve is being able to identify these trends and identify wash trading um, and be able to either filter it out or show some sort of indication of that. When you so say users, wash trading, what do you mean? Uh, so users trading the same NFT back and forth between wallets to uh, get that influence on platforms like ours or on right. DAP Radar where they're tracking that data, where they're tracking that volume, right? Ah. So it's super simple for me to trade a piece of or a crypto kitty back and forth to myself for well if i had it 100 ether um and just do that all day long and that would inflate the metrics on pretty much all of the platforms out there i know dap radar is doing some interesting stuff with that um and i know some others well, you've been working. traded more than like five times back and forth you can tell it's probably bs mm -hmm. 
So we've seen that recently with some other projects. I don't want to point them out, but um, it's pretty easy to identify once you have the data in this kind of format. Yeah, point them out. Go ahead. All right. Let's see. Like, let's, 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 the fire. Let's about, yeah, let's talk yeah. about who's, who's uh, shady here. And it's, and it's not necessarily that they're shady. I think they're trying to do some experimentation and they maybe weren't paying attention to what the consequences could have been. Um, so Rarible recently launched their governance token. Uh, I believe it is given out to, it is airdropped to traders based on the value of trades they are doing. Is it that yellow R? Yeah. Let's see, it was a couple days ago. I saw the yellow R back on the previous page in the cube. Oh no. Um, I'm not sure if that was, it. let's see if I can search it in the filters here. There's a, we're going to have to go over to DAP radar and, and show Mr. Travis right after uh, we're done with this segment, the top collectibles, cause they're tracking those over there now as well. Right. Um, along with marketplaces and social and, and games. And there stuff. we go. Ah. So these DAP radar assets here, uh, or sorry, these aren't DAP radar. These are DAP review uh, assets. Okay. Um, you can see it's traded, same buyer, same seller, just right. back and forth. And you see right. the value on that is, is crazy. Um, right. And this is the blockchain. I mean, it's all transparent. Yeah. And then immediately after him, we see some other someone else trying to do it, doing the same thing. Um, and I believe Rarible caught it and, and they are not going to give them any rewards for this kind of stuff. Um, so it's not, I don't, it's not intentional. Yeah. No rewarding for bad behavior, douches <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, but this is the kind of stuff we're trying to be able to identify and filter. Um, right now it's all manual when we see it, uh, but we have the data to do it automatically. So what's the benefit for them for watching it? Because they get a reward for what? Well, if you come and look at nonfungible.com, they are number three on Rarible. Oh, sorry, them specifically. <laughs> they get a reward of the Rarible governance token that they created ah. based on the value of NFTs that they've bought or sold. Hmm. And I mean, this is not isolated to Rarible. This has happened on many other projects and it's, it's kind of a problem with blockchain. You don't know if it's the project, if it's um, some community member who's trying to protect their investment or market it for, for the team or some bad actor mm -hmm. who's trying to put a bad image on them, right? It could mm -hmm. be any spectrum of those kind mm -hmm. of people. Right. So the more action their, their tokens get, the more tokens they get rewarded. Correct, yeah. Oh, okay. So Dan, what are you seeing as far as trends? I know you're charting all of this. It's not just like this, but I know you've got some charts that show volume by um, day, month, year, and love sure. to see what kind of trend lines you're spotting. Here's the general stuff that we have on our website. This is all exportable for you to do your own data, data analysis. This is just some global stuff. Uh, we can there was a, there was a chart that I saw earlier though they had this huge spike for crypto kitties in it when right. that happened. So let's check out that. This is directly on our database backend. Um, oh. Just gonna move some windows around here. So, so that's the kitties right there. <laughs> that's the that's the kitties right here. Uh, Thirteen million. This is on a weekly basis. Um, I think that's Sunday to Monday or wow. Monday to Sunday. 
Um, and there's so. nothing that's made the dent like like that did. Even GPK, or are you not tracking? You're not tracking. GPK? No, we're not. Yeah, that's the thing. We're not tracking wax yet. So, so if you, well, I, I would mean, think about it. Not. It wouldn't be 13 that's, million because they right. had 110,000 cards. It would have been 100,000. So it would have been a blip. Right. But it's also exactly. tracking secondary market. Yes. Right. It's still, right, I would mean, probably be about closer to a million. So it would be at least a little yeah. blip down there. It, it would double one of these little blips. Yeah. Oh, plus, plus blockchain heroes is even on there. Well, right. that, that would put no, a pretty yeah. big blip right at the end there. For sure. be like you, guys, little... you guys just did something. We did. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little later in the cool, show. Cool. Can you eliminate the crypto kitties from it? That's so true. we can kind of see what the chart looks like for normal people. <laughs> the chart for normal people. And now. Okay. There we go. So these are all i've selected you can see all the projects here basically they're all collectible projects um we can see yeah back to the beginning there not too much action but there is some clear increase towards the end of it this is terms of the sum of usd uh, of assets traded so it's not necessarily including bids or any of that stuff that dap radar or the other platforms would include this is mm -hmm. only sales um we have some other stuff. So if we want to make it a little bit more readable, we can do that as a moving four-week average. Uh, it kind of smooths it out a little bit. We can do a moving 12-week average. And we can kind of see a little bit better of a trend line. What uh, What is that from uh, 2018 where there was the, the bigger spike there? This is MLB champions. Uh Yes. yes. Um, is that oh. is that is that persisting or is it fading away? Um, I think for the most part it's persisting. Um, like everything else, I mean, there's a hype and then there's a major die down. So they've they've definitely contributed to the sustained growth that we've had since they launched. Um, but it's definitely not anywhere near this high. That was like 2018 when they did that, and then there's the blip for 2019, mm -hmm. probably. So. Next baseball season. As I'm looking at all the names of the ones you're tracking, I don't even know most of these. Uh, Sneaker Cred, Polytope, Meme Factory, Kudos oh. Token, Nifty Moji, Plasma Bears, Mutant Monsters, Mokins, Blockmark Gems, Scullies, Crypto Atoms, Crypto Mibs, Chain Faces. These are, Terrible. I mean, Marble Cards was pretty big. Sneaker Cred looks um pretty cool uh, there's just tokenized like sneakers mm. uh, mean factory's been around for a while obviously crypto punks mlb champions yeah a lot of these i, I don't know if we're qualified to do an nft show which is joking i'm now after <laughs> oh we got to learn about the stuff we weren't qualified to start bad yeah, crypto we when we started that either <laughs> so here this is mlb champions alone just to give you an idea we had this, uh, a, a nice spike there uh another little wave and it's died down considerably well, they took a um, knee right there that's <laughs> there it well, is. and two they haven't released anything in quite some time so right and there's no well, they have another 2020 season yet right so yeah. you can see where they released it but look at just how the 28 2018 season was and then how the 2019 season was like the 2019 season is just like a, uh, yeah uh, a little hump there yeah diehards so let's get rid of this again. So some other interesting stuff we can follow. Um, unique wallets that are um, trading on the market. So market makers, essentially. 
Let's see that one. So yeah, we saw a huge increase towards the middle of 2018, and that's kind of sustained. Uh, it looks like we're seeing some decent growth. And again, this is only for collectibles, so that's pretty interesting. Towards the, we put out our report, our 2019 token uh, NFT token report. Um, and I mean, globally overall, the collectibles took a large hit uh, in terms of market share, um, and we believe a large part of that was was the CryptoKitties hype. So. Large part of that was what? The crypto what? The crypto kitties hype. Okay. So it's interesting to see that coming back, but in other projects. Um, it's kind of getting diversified a little bit. I think, you know, we just reported on um, our bad news episode of Bad Crypto, the most recent, that um, Dapper signed a deal with uh, Dr. Seuss's estate, and they're going to be releasing uh, those characters and different variations. I think that's going to do really well. I think that's going to do extremely well. <laughs> I think uh, and it's going to be on flow and I think we're going to get a lot of pressure uh, the same as we are on wax uh, to get that implemented as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And they recently yeah. did the NBA launch as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are the, what are the, so right now you're covering pretty much Ethereum, right? Yes. We are covering only Ethereum, but pretty well globally, all of Ethereum for all of Ethereum. But then a lot of stuff is not happening on Ethereum now because of the gas fees. And so it seems like all new projects, or at least the majority of new projects, are taking place on other blockchains where they don't have those exorbitant uh, those fees. I know Joel was talking about it the other day. He said, oh, I wanted to buy this $1 NFT over here, and I bought it, and then it cost me $5 in gas to send it to mm -hmm. my wallet. So I was like, that's not sustainable. Yeah, so, it, was, it was from uh, Digitable. Yeah, yeah, Digitable. Yeah. So, I mean, so how, how soon until you get some of these additional uh, blockchains on Nonfungible? Um, like I said, I can't get, I can't give any dates. Um, I want a date. Damn it. <laughs> not happening. Um, the, so it's difficult. We need to be able to measure the volume and measure the user base, uh, to determine if there's a community there that, that really needs our, our product and the platform that we're providing. Mm. Um, historically we haven't been able, there hasn't been many projects who did kind of meet even any sort of minimum criteria. I think it's only been recently with um, wax and now flow is going to be next um, that these places they are starting starting to take a serious market share yeah what about engine engines doing some cool stuff in app uh, you know that's ethereum that's that ethereum. ethereum and if you yeah and if you look at the data the the volume is on a good week maybe equivalent to one erc721 project um, they are doing like they're kind of semi-fungible assets so i think a lot of them are just they have less value on a per piece basis. Um, if wait, 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 wait. That's a term I've not heard. Semi-fungible. What, what do you mean by that? Uh, so the token standard supports both fungible tokens and non-fungible tokens. Um, you can have multiple editions of the same NFT. Um, so I, I think you guys are doing packs of cards or something like that. If you have multiples of the same card, Engine handles that pretty well um, to have 10 variations of the exact same item. Um, and they have batch transferring methods and batch minting methods. And if you want to use one contract to manage your governance token uh, or some other token in, within your ecosystem, then you can keep that same standard across both kinds of tokens. Mm. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. We decided, Joel, let's go switch it over to engine then, I guess. <laughs> I think it's a little late right now. <laughs> it sounds like wax was a good choice. 
Well, there you go. Nonfungible.com. Uh, Dan, thanks for coming on, sharing with us here. Of course, you guys can see some of the latest non-fungible token news. They've got their Twitter plugged in, all the charts. If you click on volume by all time, you could see Chris Cyborg's only made two cents. In, uh, <laughs> there's one sale, but uh, Crypto Kitties, Decentraland, My Crypto Heroes, Gods Unchained, Foam Signal is a, a new one. They've sold 2,250 of nothing, it looks like. Oh, that's the last seven days. Never mind. Right. 3.2 yeah. million. Good job, foam. Uh, <laughs> crypto voxels and, and so on. So we'll keep an eye on it and we want to see wax, Dan. I will keep it at the top of our priorities and uh, I'll look into implementing it for sure. Sounds good. Thanks, man. Appreciate you coming on today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Guys. Appreciate you, man. Take Thank care. you so much. Best of luck. Cheers. Appreciate you. All right. There's Travis Wright. For some reason, um, it's like sharing my whole screen when i share stuff i don't i don't know exactly why that is um i do want to pop over here though to um to dap radar and let's see i'm, I'm actually checking on theta to see if it's sharing my whole screen or the window like i'm asking it to um they're tracking collectibles now from all the different chains and the top one here is on tron it's called Crypto Tree. You ever heard of that? Never heard of it. Cryptos don't grow on trees. So I would suspect that um, we may be on there eventually. Let's yeah, Tops GPK is number two. I'm curious though. Um, it is a value nurturing crypto collectible. Uh, this looks like an Asian app right here. I can tell because I'm super smart and see that that is an <laughs> that is Japanese or Korean. Sorry, I, I don't know which, but. There it is. Uh, it is out of Beijing, actually, so it might be a Chinese. Can't read any Asian gang. I, I don't know. Just as trees in nature, trees grow up year after year, and so are their values. So I guess you grow a tree. and Well, they did money. say money does not grow on trees, but money can grow on cryptos. Maybe it does. I'm, I'm opening it up here, um, and there's no English. Oh, yeah, there is English. Here we go. Yes, please. English me. Issue 600,000 crypto trees on basis of blockchain, and each crypto tree is a unique crypto collectible. One person can apply for one crypto tree for free and absolutely enjoy the ownership. So I guess uh, we click access here, and I, I want to get a free tree. I, I, it's, there's no English here. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. Well, at least there was a little bit of English to let you know to get to the spot. Yeah, you can get a free tree, but unless you... Uh, as long as you can uh, translate Chinese. this. Yeah. Yeah. It is cool that Dapp Radar is now tracking collectibles, too. Was well, that 32,000 in one day, or what was that? Um, let me go back to the collectible thing. So, again, this is based on Tron. Um, looks like 782 users, 65,000 uh, oh. in Tron. So, $910. I mean, it's not... A, you know they're giving away free trees. Well, they need to go. They need to get wax up on there. Well, um, tops GPK is right here. Yeah. So if we click, well, I was just wax, saying we we had a we had a little we had a little success this past week with our blockchain heroes, but it's not on this yeah. list. Well, they don't know yet that I mean they're probably not scanning the chain for every project. Probably need somebody somebody uh, who's watching right now, right? Dap radar and say, hey guys, 
BCH on uh, on DAP radar. Yeah, listen, listen. Yeah, we had some cool. NFTs we sold this past week that worked out pretty yeah. well. Yeah, and giving away some last week on the show, Travis. We had Dirk Lewis from Upland dot me on, and we did we made this promotion live while we were on the show. Um, and the competition was to get a Super Miles Blockchain Heroes card. And they had 48 hours to compete to acquire the most properties in the Merced Manor neighborhood. And how quickly did they sell out? One hour, less than one hour. <laughs> but what ended up happening was, uh, so after that one hour, all the properties were sold. But then if you still wanted to get a, get a deal, like I was, I was, I mean, I had nine and in, under that hour, I was then like in 30th place. And I was like, what? So I had to jockey for position and trade other people and buy other properties on the secondary market. And um, that lasted until Sunday at uh, 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. And uh, then they're there. Uh, this is you right here, number 23. So they were, there was great competition. They sold out the whole neighborhood and the guy who came in first, well, they don't show here, this goes down to number six, but they were minted in order of the, uh, the winners. And there's only 25 of these now ever in existence. And I saw this one, one sold for 4,600 wax the other day, which was about 250 bucks. That's all right. Not bad for a fly for a, a super llama. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you figure I, I would I, I was doing some of the math on this and the first place guy bought 117 properties at about 8,000 upics per property. So that's a pretty significant chunk of change. So probably that token for that card was probably not even equal to the value of what money they spent to get the properties. Right. You know what? They wanted the card. They got they got the card. Yep. Uh, speaking of cards we did something we did a thing <laughs> we uh, we came up with an idea last week during our blockchain heroes community meeting and wednesday we sprung that thing a week later onto our uh, our community uh, that was in packed zoom room our apologies mm -hmm. to those of you that couldn't get in i'm expanding our capacity on zoom for uh, for next week to like 300 so everybody will get in but we did a thing we did do a thing and it was uh, pretty fun. So well, what we did was, is we, we've been really listening to the audience, right? We were asking them what they want. And uh, one of the, um, I don't have the, I don't have the, the physical cards handy, but um, either, the previous week, yeah, previous week uh, we asked them. So, so we were going to get some decks made for ourselves. And when we got the sample sent to us, they looked really cool. And we showed them to our fans and audience and they said, Oh yeah, we would love to have some, I think like what, like, 90% of the people or more said yeah. they would want to have some. Yeah, there's the sample card right there. It's the test sample of a regular card, and there's a test sample of the Shockwave Luminescent holographic card. Refractor. Refract refractifying. So we, we said, let's do this. Let's, let's package them up, and let's kickstart this project. And the way we're going to do it, you go to kickstarter.com, you make your pledge, and the sooner you get in, the cheaper your product is going to be, right? And then they make the product. Well, we made these two NFTs, the Hero Deck and the Titan Deck. And we put these NFTs up on Atomic Hub, starting with 100 Hero Decks and 50 Titan Decks, knowing that we would have a cap of 750 total decks, 500 and 250. 
And how long did it take for those first series of 150 decks to sell out? A little less than three minutes. <laughs> we were like, what? Okay, put up more decks. <laughs> it was it was like whenever you have like a, a, a pond full of hungry fish and somebody throws some fish food in there and they all snag out all the fish, like all the fish food's gone in like three minutes. That's what happened. Look at so, that. Sold out, uh, just sold as a, out, sold out. An FYI in uh, the YouTube live right now is somebody just wash traded um, a Super Miles on Atomic for $1,000. Wash traded. Yeah, so I don't know how they know it was because that's what Dan was talking about when one yeah. person. So basically what, he had another account and then bought it from the other one and then sent it over to his other account? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you prove that that was um, another. Well, then, well, since there's that eight percent fee, so even if they wash traded it, that would still cost them about eighty bucks. Still cost well, cost them a hundred bucks because there's one percent yeah. for the market. One, yeah, in in eight percent. So he says it's just a guess that it was a wash trade. It might have been a real sale. Uh, pork shake is the one who says this. What number mint was that pork shake? Let me know what number mint that was that sold. So this is a screenshot from the pre-sale when decks were still in a time when decks were still available. And uh, they're not now though. Let me pull up Atomic Hub and we can take a look at the current state of the um, the market with these. Um, while I do this, why don't you explain what comes, you know, how this is going to work? So basically the way this was set up is we created these NFTs. It's sort of like a Kickstarter is, um, you buy this deck, you get the NFT sent to you. We're going to get those decks printed. Uh, and once those decks are printed, we're going to send them out, but to send them out, you're going to send us back the NFT and we're going to then send you a form that has your name and address on it. And then uh, we're going to send that out to you. And then when you get the deck, it's going to have a QR code. We're going to be able to scan it. It will then send you the new NFT of proof of ownership, as well as depending on if you bought a hero deck or a Titan deck, you're going to either get two free cards, uh, new NFTs, digital cards, and, or if you got a Titan deck, you're going to get five new digital cards. And so these, these uh, physical decks actually come with digital NFTs. And so, I don't know that anybody's ever done what we just did on this thing. It was a pretty cool groundbreaking thing. I know some people were saying that virals had done something similar to this, but uh, we were groundbreaking on this and um, doing things. There you go. What? There, there it is. It's mint 24. It's the most recent sale there um, from this wallet to that wallet. We could do a little dig in here. Like, let's see, this is the seller. This is the beauty of blockchain. It's all public and transparent. Well, that would have been the person who got number 20, Four, it would have been tied with me and had the place after me. Right. I actually would know who that would be then based on the wallet. He's only got one other. He's got an Upland. Makes sense. He's an Upland fan. And now let's take a look at the uh, the new owner is this wallet here. Uh, obviously a, a, a bad crypto and blockchain heroes fan because this person has got two Titan decks and two hero decks. Well, he um, bought them too. Look, look at that. That guy bought those in the very first batch too. Look at that. Yes. This was somebody who was on the initial um, release. and Would got have been right on the call with us. Yeah. yeah. Had to be. Only way would have been. But he's got a lot of cards. Some, this is a real collector here. So it's very possible that this isn't a wash. That somebody yeah. was like, you know what? I, I need to. Maybe it's time to, to sell number this. 23 then. Man, number 23. 24 is going for 1,000. Number 23 can go for like $1,100. $1,001. So, 
somebody is selling uh, their own parody kids cards. There's our. Oh, our did, all, did all of those sell? Uh, what? Oh, is that the last one that hasn't sold yet? No, that's this is number one that was listed. Uh, it oh, sold. It did sell. I think there's. I think there's others that are still out there. And and nice. uh, we airdropped the um, this one uh, today with the help of Jonah at Atomic Hub. Thanks, Jonah. Um, 509 of these were minted. We had a lot of people that requested one of these. They were free. And if you're not listening to bad crypto, you're missing out on, on free NFTs. So check your wallet if you requested one of these. Uh, you'll need to go to Atomic Hub IO to, uh, to check it, though. Check yeah. it. Check it, check it, check it. Check it out. His name is Jonah. <laughs> His name was Jonah. He ran a I, I tell you, man, those folks over there at AtomicHub.io are killing it uh, when it comes to advancements and making such a user-friendly exchange and hub for these collectibles. Like we've made some suggestions to them, and they've just basically said, oh, that's a good idea. We'll include it in our next one. And then, boom, and like so many changes have happened just because, you know, we said, you know, because engineers are engineers, and they look at things from an engineer perspective, and they go, oh, we got to do this, got to do this. They don't necessarily always look at it from a UX or UI or user perspective. So Joel and I were like, what if you did this or did this and did that? And they were like, oh, those are great ideas. And then they implemented them. And now it seems it's just such an, it's just so beautiful, easy to use. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to do it, Mr. Travis, right? I want to talk about next week. So you guys don't miss this because a lot of people are talking about gaming on wax and uh, Ben from cogs.gg is going to be our guest and he's going to explain how he's taking this 90s bottle cap pog sensation and bringing it to the blockchain world as cogs and uh, we actually revealed on our community meeting the other day that uh, a prototype of what a blockchain hero cog might look like mm. So they're going to have to use some really interesting physics on this because you got to hold the slammer in a certain way and you fling it down on the pack and then make sure those those uh, cogs flip up and then you get to collect them all. It should be interesting, but it seems like it wouldn't be wouldn't be very hard to create. And it looks like I think it would be really fun on a mobile app. Like why why wouldn't there be a mobile app? Because then you could literally just slam it down and I'm going to look yeah. and see if there's a Pogs app on the phone already. They, Whoa! Uh, look at that. They marked this up, I mean, in nothing flat. Gave them a Genesis card, and they're like, well, this is kind of an idea of what a Genesis, you know, COG, special edition COG could look like. I'm like, oh, damn. I could see the whole series like that with the, the colors of the borders custom to each card. So, you know, great geckos kind of got this green, you know, glowy border on his and so on. There is no POGS app that I see on Apple. You have to, well, I mean, how do you play Pogs with your iPhone? You throw your phone down. You slam it. No, you no, you was what you do is you would slam it like like this on the thing. You try to slam it onto the thing. Same as how you're going to do it on blockchain. It's going to be the same thing. I, I was being silly. Like you're yeah. not actually going to throw your phone. No, I know you're not actually going to throw your phone. A actually, we uh, we came after iFart was successful years ago. We thought, oh, I know the next one. We're going to come up with a, you know, you might be an idiot if you, you know, bought iFart. You're not. It's funny. But we thought for people that you know are really dumb we make i throw and take your lunch you have to take your phone and see how far you can throw it it measures the distance <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i throw i throw great. for those who want to get rid of their phone that's true want to buy a new thousand dollar phone great idea <laughs> 
All right, gang. Hey, uh, anything else from you, Mr. Travis Wright? I do not. I just want to reiterate what's been said about this industry is we are in a trillion dollar industry and uh, we've passed the first $100 million already. And so we are only um, $999.9 billion away from reaching that potential. This is this is early phases, folks. This is the very beginning. You are here. You're part of the, the founding group of what's going to be commonplace in the future. You're going to be like telling your grandchildren, hey, remember when those two goofballs launched that thing on the blockchain and did those early NFTs? And your grandkids are going to look at you and go, shut up, grandpa. He's going to go get off my lawn. Yeah. You're not very nifty. If you're watching on Theta, subscribe, please, to the channel. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe and mash the bell. Hit the hit the button so you get notifications. You smash um, it. And, we'll and then be back. throw your phone and tell us how far you threw it. <laughs> we'll be back next week for another nifty show. Until then, be super nifty. Not just nifty, super nifty.